0: This podcast is not brought to you by Red Bull. Unleash the Beast. All right,
1: guys, thank you for tuning in to Lives in Circulation. My name is Jillian Boname.
0: And I'm Zach Duden. We are the hosts of this podcast. And. Let's tell each other, or not tell each other, let's tell the people listening a little about ourselves. So, my name is Zach Duden. I am very popular on Facebook and YouTube. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Zach Duden, and I'm located in Lincoln, Nebraska.
1: And my name is Jillian Boname. I am not as popular on Facebook, um, and I am located in Columbus, Ohio.
0: Yay! Okay, so, um, let's give the people a rundown of what this show is going to be and where we want to take it.
1: Okay, well, basically, it's gonna be, like, a satirical, political, like, news Mm -hmm. podcast where we basically educate ourselves on what's going on in this fucked up government. (laughs) And um, we're going to talk about some other stuff too, but it's mainly going to be politics.
0: Yes, it's going to be mainly politics with some mental health sprinkled in and maybe, we talked about maybe doing some true crime stuff in it. Um, We might do like like entertainment news mixed with politics you'll find out i just need you guys to stick around through this episode because we're gonna have to get the kinks worked out and like figure out our flow um also since we are located in two different places this is through skype so if it sounds a little weird we're sorry we'll try to fix it for next time but this time i'm gonna need you to just keep listening
1: that's exactly right. And I'm going to try not to get distracted by reading BuzzFeed articles, because that's what I was just doing. <laughs> you bitch. All right. So we just like jump right into this, because I'm pretty excited.
0: Yeah. Okay. So um, so why don't you go ahead and present a topic, and then, well, not even a topic, just like something that's happened that you want to talk about, and we'll kind of roll with it.
1: You know I want to talk about Space Force.
0: I know you want to talk about Space Force, and I haven't looked anything up about it. I don't know anything about it. I want you to tell me.
1: All right. I got about 10 bullet points. I'm going to basically (sighs) give you the rundown of what Space Force is, and then you'll be so full of knowledge that you won't know what to do with yourself. Mm -hmm. You'll want to sign up to be on the Space Force.
0: I already am. All right. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So basically... Okay, so you know how I was, like, freaking out about this earlier, and, like, I was kind of having, like, a meltdown about it?
0: Yeah, okay, well, I do remember that.
1: It's really easy to, like, understand. So, basically, what Donald Trump wants to do is he wants to create a sixth branch of the military um, that would have uh, military uh, control over operations in outer space. Okay. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Sounds great, keep going So it would basically conduct Space warfare So (laughs) I (laughs) I know right So from what I understand It's basically um, The major reason for it Would be like to prevent cyber Attacks through satellites in space Which I kind of Find hilarious because I don't feel like Trump really I mean didn't he basically get elected Under a cyber attack
0: yeah, right. pretty much.
1: Like I just feel like that's um that's like really hypocritical. But, uh-huh. Um I found this really great quote from Trump about Space Force.
0: Oh god.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> um this is the quote. It says, "We're doing tremendous work in space and we need a new force. We'll call it Space Force." <laughs>
0: Is that an actual quote? He
1: on He was on CNN.com. Oh,
0: of course, on the fake news website itself.
1: But, like, isn't that quote just basically, that basically just sums up his entire presidency?
0: Yeah, well, you know what sums up his entire presidency? Fucking go watch Saw, and then...
1: Are you comparing Trump to Jigsaw?
0: Yes! <laughs> He is the worst he rides around
1: on this little bike? <laughs> oh, god! So, basically, back to Space Force, it was part of the Air Force. Okay, I was like, How much is Space Force gonna cost? Like, that's what uh-huh. I want to know about. Its estimated cost is unknown, so basically, I don't know. I mean, to start a new branch of government would probably t- trillions.
0: Yeah, As trillions a, of dollars. Military. Yeah, well, and of course he is okay with spending money on that, but if it comes to spending money on fixing the water crisis in Flint, on helping rebuild Puerto Rico, he, he doesn't want to have anything to do with that. But if he can wear a little fucking space suit and run around in his Oval Office with his fucking space cadets on his Freaking desk. Then he's okay with spending trillions of dollars. Oh, and by the way, let's throw Trump a military parade for himself and spend millions of dollars on that because who wouldn't do that as a president? He's fucking stupid. All
1: right. Well, we're gonna get to the military parade because I like did re- I did. I did look up some stuff about that as well. But basically, the whole thing about Space Force is really interesting because I feel like why aren't we like like didn't we just find water on Mars yeah okay so why are we not focusing on like finding a new planet to live on since we trashed this one so much Uh and also my other question is why why does he feel like this is a good idea like the Air Force already covers outer space
0: because it doesn't. I thought why Air Force. I thought it was NASA.
1: Well, NASA is like is like science and
0: research. But what does the Air Force have to do with space?
1: Listen, this is just a CNN comedy, okay?
0: like, Yes. How the military works. I just feel like. I feel like it's a little weird that NASA isn't hosting the Space Force if they're the ones that go into space. Well,
1: and here's another good thing. So, you know how they released all those logos? Mm-hmm. It's it's like a fundraising campaign. It's a fundraising, like, for Trump's campaign. Like, you have to pay <sighs> money to vote for the logo. Ugh. <sighs> And that money goes towards his like campaign.
0: Of course, it does. Yeah, he's the worst.
1: He is. He is. So okay, so
0: indulgent. I have a question about the the space force. So what, like, what is their main goal? Is it to like make sure that like so we wanted to land on the moon first we want to discover water on Mars first. Like, is that like they want us to be the first of the first to do things or are they like the, the international like space cops?
1: Okay. Well, you'll love this. So the only other country that has a space force is Russia.
0: Oh my God.
1: Which is really interesting because I mean, Trump is basically taking all his cues from Putin.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: everything.
0: What a coink
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah, well, you know what? Here's the thing about that. If we do have a Space Force, and if we do spend trillions and trillions and trillions, I feel like that video on Facebook where it's like, how much food or how much money I've spent on food, this, and it's billions and billions. <laughs> <laughs> yep. If we spend that much money on a Space Force, I want, as a taxpayer, to know what kind of space forcing we're doing.
1: Well, like I said before, it's going to be mostly things that we're unable to see because it's all going to be, you know, dealing with these cyber attacks. Um, I heard that, like, or I didn't hear, but I also read that it was going to be to protect us from lasers. I mean, I don't know. I mean, kinetic energy. Oh, my God. This is so... I just felt like... I had to read a couple CNN.com articles because they're pretty much at a fourth grade reading level, which is what you sit at. Um, And it was basically pretty easy to understand. Once I started going to, like, Wikipedia and those sort of pages, I was lost. Yeah. And that's, I mean... I, I don't know. This whole thing just reminds me of Reagan and his whole space thing and like, uh, just like when he did Star Wars or whatever the fuck he called it. Uh-huh. It's just, it's just, it, I just feel like it's just Trump pulling the blankets over our heads and yeah. like, I'm going to do this great thing, my followers and my like supporters are going to really be into this, mm-hmm. and I'm going to use fear, fear to basically convince these people that we need another branch of the military, and they're going to vote for me a second term because they're going to want to see this shit followed through.
0: <sighs> That's true. <clears throat> That's a good point. I didn't really think about that, but it's just like everything else Trump does. It's... One thing after another. It's all these lies in circulation yeah, <laughs> about what he's avoiding doing by what he's promising to do that he's never going to actually do.
1: Right. So I know that you touched on the military parade. So let's talk about that a little bit because okay. that's also very interesting. And that's also how I'm taking another cue from Putin. So mm-hmm. The parade is scheduled to take place November 10th, which is the 100-year anniversary of World War One. Um, the end of World War One, excuse me. So, it's currently estimated to cost 12 million dollars.
0: Oh my God.
1: Um, we have 5,000 to 7,000 service members attending, and the parade would focus on celebrating veterans and involve. US troops in period uniforms as well as US military aircraft but no heavy vehicles like tanks in order to prevent damage to infrastructure whenever i think of a military parade i think of north korea i think of me too i think of russia like this is dictatorship at its finest like
0: oh my god i know it's
1: basically just whipping your dick out with your friend and putting a measuring tape to it
0: Mm -hmm. That's
1: all it is.
0: I mean, I can see if they wanted to celebrate, like, the servicemen and women and veterans. Like, that makes sense to me, but not in the way of a military parade. I don't understand what he's trying to accomplish by doing that. I feel like spending $12 million on something like that is a complete waste of money. Why don't we allocate that towards something that we actually need to spend the money on. It just, I feel like everyone out there, everyone that's a Trump supporter, and maybe not everyone, but they're always like, oh, he's such a great businessman. He knows how to make money. He knows how to spend money. When you're spending $12 million on a military parade that doesn't need to happen, and you're spending billions of dollars on a big old wall that's supposed to keep people out of our country that you told americans mexico was gonna pay for in your campaign but now for some reason americans are paying for that how is trump a good businessman that's what i want to know
1: i know but this is a this is a question that i've wanted answered for a long time and i know you have too and the thing about it is even when you ask a supporter these questions they're so defensive that you never get an answer from them
0: No, because they don't have an answer. Anytime you ask um, a conservative person a question about Trump and they don't like the question, their way to deflect an answer is to say, well, he's a great businessman. Well, this is what he's doing good. This is what he's done good. Hillary lost. Maga, maga, maga.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Do you want to talk about what happened a little bit on your Facebook
0: uh, I guess if we have to, yeah. do we want to? Where do we want to start with that?
1: Well, I think that we can really like. I think that we should talk about your interactions with these conservative people. I mean, I feel like. So basically, what happened is Zach is posting political um, views, comments, um, memes, stuff like that on his page to kind of draw out conversation from these people who are on the other side of the table start Mm -hmm. a conversation um right the thing with those people is that they they don't they're just ignorant like i hate to say that but like they don't have a lot of information and their best and the best way they deal with it is to just hurl insults at you
0: yeah and that's what i i have done this before on facebook where i've said I've grouped all Republicans together, and I said, I'm sorry for making a generalization. I've apologized more times on Facebook than I have anyone to anyone in real life. Right. Let me just put that out there. <laughs> but, no, so... I I had been sharing a lot of, like, articles and a lot of, like, like you said, memes and just statuses where I was like, fuck Trump, he's the worst, I don't understand why he does this, this, and this, or things about guns and that sort of stuff. The guns is where people go in. Because if you try to fuck with that Second Amendment right, that's where everyone has an issue. As far as like talking about abortion or talking about those kinds of things, people, yeah, they have issues with that, but it's nothing like it is with guns. And so that's what basically spurred the conversation where it turned from being, you know, like normal, like people throw insults and whatever, to people actually threatening other people on my Facebook comments and like giving out their address and saying come to my house and fight me and then making videos about me and saying what did he say that I would like I could be a school shooter or something yeah, something like you that
1: said he said that you weren't raised right and that you have the mentality of a school shooter
0: yeah so those are the types of things that oh and then let's also go back to Jelly and I are gonna live live stream on Facebook at least We're going to try to do it once a week on Thursday nights. Um, I don't know exactly what time. I'm thinking maybe 7.30 p.m. Central, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, but we'll have to decide that. Um, uh, What we were doing is we were live streaming and we were talking about... um, I don't even remember. I think we were talking about the response video that guy made about me and like talked about me the whole time. And then all of a sudden, we got, like, we went from, like, 10 people watching it to, like, 20 people. And we started getting these comments that were saying, Hey, I'm here from Craigslist about the sofa. Like, are you the lesbian couple that has the sofa? And so I, when I first saw that, I was like, oh, this is just, like, whatever. I don't really care. I thought that was one of my Facebook friends just trying to be funny. And it wasn't. Because then it escalated into, like hey, show us your cooter, show us your butthole. And so <laughs> Jillian pieced out of that conversation real quick. And yeah, so that that's where I kind of drew the line. I was like, okay, I understand people are going to troll us and people are going to have issues with our opinions. But that, to me, was a little bit over the top.
1: I mean, that just goes to show you the culture, though. Like, yeah. it's never a conversation, it's always an attack.
0: It's always an attack, and it's never a well-thought-out, factual, like, I've-done-my-research type of comment or response. It's always something to do with, well, I'm an American, and this is the way we did it in the past, so this is the way we should keep doing it. We had slaves in the past. Is there... Why don't we have slaves now? Because things change. People fucking wake up and open their eyes and realize that's fucking insane like 10 30 years from now maybe when our like the four-year-olds are now 34 year olds we're gonna finally realize that shit we were doing now and even maybe stuff that the left is doing now wasn't so fucking great and that's when people are gonna be like oh well I guess blah 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 yeah so that's I don't know does that make any
1: sense? Yeah, I mean I agree with you a hundred percent. And you know the thing that you were saying before about change and everything, which I think is so interesting. I read this today. Trump now has the approval rating Nixon had right before his resignation.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Um, you know I know that we have all this stuff going on with, you know these trials and Paul Manafort and all these all these things and. I just feel like sometimes it's just so overwhelming. I don't know how you guys feel, but it's just... It's just... It's literally blowing my brain how many CNN alerts I receive every day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It wasn't like this. It wasn't such a... Like, it just feels like it's gonna implode.
0: Yeah. And even back when Obama was president and, like, things would happen where it, like... People would be outraged from the the Republican side. It was nothing like this because there was nothing that Obama did, in my opinion, that stirred as much controversy that was as bad as literally anything Trump has done. It's like every single day we're sitting here um, and we're getting a CNN alert or we're getting fucking people are getting Fox News alerts and they're saying, oh, another person has been fired from the Trump administration. Someone has stepped down from the Trump administration. Or, there's more information about the collusion with Russia on the 2016 election and all this shit. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? Why is this guy in office?
1: Well, because he was placed there by the Russian government.
0: Exactly. I mean,
1: if you... I mean, what other president... I mean, even his supporters... Like, what other president have you seen that has gone to speak to Putin and agreed with everything he said instead of defending American... Like, United States values?
0: Isn't that, like... So, I remember a lot of people, and maybe it wasn't a lot, but... Back when I think George Bush was president, and I think it was the one that we know, not the old guy. <laughs> <The laughs> stupid ass one. The worst, yeah, the stupid ass the one. one that, was that was
1: the worst president, and he's actually yeah. pretty, like fucking puppy dog compared to President Trump.
0: Yes. Oh my god. But anyway, so the Dixie Chicks were over across the seas and they were talking about how he was the so stupidest president. They disagreed with him on all this stuff and they came back and they got so much shit. They got death threats. Radio stations weren't playing their songs anymore. They were calling them anti-American, all this shit. But our own president, our own elected leader, goes to another country and talks and gives praise to this fucking dictator guy who wants to kill all of the gay people in his country and he wants to do all of this terrible shit, but they're okay with it when Trump says, oh yeah, you're doing a good job.
1: Okay, so... I think it's really interesting that you brought up the Dixie Chicks because Trump is basically, like, one of those people who, like, burnt all the Dixie Chick albums. He just does it differently, right? Like, yeah. he is basically leading the coalition of, like, that, that error of if you don't like what somebody has to say, I'm going to tweet about it, and then everyone's mm-hmm. going to follow suit. So it's not... Americans making the choice to not listen to the Dixie Chicks. It's Trump being up at two o'clock in the morning now tweeting, "Don't listen to the Dixie Chicks."
0: Yes, and like, oh my God, that Twitter account of his.
1: Why? How many? Down? Why can't they stop him? Like, isn't yeah. isn't it like a a security issue at this point? Like, what is he? How does a president have time? Like, I remember reading when Obama was elected that Obama had to, like, give up his Blackberry and he wasn't allowed to, like, do this, but Trump comes in and he's sitting on a fucking gold toilet at two in the morning tweeting about the NFL. I mean, this is insanity.
0: Yes, I completely agree. Let alone that it should be a violation of the terms of use for Twitter. How many times can you threaten a little nuclear man, as he calls Kim Jong-un, and be able to get away with threatening nuclear war, or, like, how he tweeted about Iran's president, or whoever that was, and was like, you're gonna, like, make us go to war with you. All of this shit. How does he get away with it on Twitter? And how is someone not stopping him?
1: I don't know. I think it's scary, right? Like, it's this whole... Like, okay, I'm 32 years old, and I have never seen this kind of reaction by a, a political leader ever in my life. Like, I'm not that old, but I've seen a couple presidents, and I, I mean, I know Bush was basically the biggest moron I've ever seen. <laughs>
0: yep. But,
1: like, I would I would gladly vote for him in 2020.
0: <laughs> I would too, and that is saying a lot because he was
1: bring the terrible. Back. I don't bring him back. He's safer to me than this tyrant.
0: Yeah, because all Trump is doing is literally bringing us back into where we were in 1950. Like it's okay to speak your mind, and it's okay to say all this bullshit that he spews out of that orange Cheeto mouth of his. And it's just like I don't understand how people think it's okay to say half the shit he says, let alone say it on Twitter. Like I don't I just don't know. If I worked in that administration and even if I was Republican and, and even if I agreed with his views on certain things, he is still like a terrible person for the shit he says.
1: So let's go into the Omarosa thing because I want to okay. talk about his racism and his, how this is all kind of coming together because I think this is a good segue to kind of talk about what is going on behind closed doors.
0: Yes, that we're not I agree. What'd you say?
1: I said, what's going on behind closed doors that we're not hearing because I had a conversation like a little while ago with, with someone who is not a Trump supporter like me, but wouldn't it be interesting in today's day and age, since we're so obsessed with reality television and getting news right away and, and and all of this information coming at you, wouldn't it be interesting if he was just miked all the time? Like, Mm -hmm. why not? I don't, why? I mean, I understand for other countries and, threats but let's put him on blast like i i want to hear what he's talking to baron about you know, like after school
0: you know he doesn't talk to him it's not even his real son
1: <laughs> so true that kid is so zoned out on adderall all the time like <laughs> oh my god
0: I have an article pulled up here from NPR about the Omarosa scandal. Do you want me to read a portion of oh, it? You're getting real liberal. You got NPR up. I love NPR. Can I read what she says right here? Yeah, go right ahead. Okay, well, this is um, from an article where it says Omarosa tells NPR she heard Trump N-word tape contradicting her own tell-all book. So, and she said, hearing it changed everything for me. Um... Let me see where she says it. Um, She basically said that... Well, this is, I guess, a passage from her book. Incredibly, this person, who shall remain mainless picked up the phone. We spoke. On the phone conversation, I was told exactly what Donald Trump had said. Yes, the N-word. And others in a classic Trump goes nuclear rant and when he'd said them. During production, he was milked uh, oh my god, military. He was milked. <laughs> he was not Like an <laughs> He was mic And there is definitely an audio track. For over a year, I've been so afraid of hearing the specifics from someone who'd been in the room. Hearing the truth freed me from that fear, and only now that it's gone do I realize just how heavy it's been. So, <laughs> if Trump really did say the N-word as a president... How do you think that that's going to reflect on us as America to other countries?
1: Listen, I, I hate to say this. Okay, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to say, it. I don't care. Trump saying the N-word is pebbles compared to what he's done. I'm not surprised by it no but I don't I mean I understand what you're saying how like how how does it reflect to other like countries but mm-hmm. how does his tweets reflect to other countries everybody thinks he's a fucking moron like right. that's it I mean the n-word is just a, a piece of the puzzle like I does, does that make sense
0: it does like I what I hear you saying is that, yes, he said that if he' said the n word, it's terrible and awful and that it does reflect badly on us. But compared to the other things that he's done, like, I don't even have an example because there's so many the things that he's done that are terrible that it's very minuscule compared to those. exactly. Yeah, so. I don't know. And then when you say that to someone that's conservative or Republican, their first response is to come back and say, well, he's created jobs and the unemployment rate is completely down and we're no longer in a recession. Well, in that case, no, that's actually not true. Um, I am saying that in my opinion because I don't have the statistics up to back me up right now, but I'm right and you're wrong is basically what that comes down to.
1: (laughs) Right. So, I guess my question to you is, do you believe her when she says this stuff?
0: No, not at all. She was Trump's right-hand man, and she worked with him on The Apprentice. She's got that fucking smirk on her face like she's just gonna rule the world. I don't believe a word she says. Well, you know I...
1: Trump called her a lowlife.
0: <laughs> well, she kind of is. I'm sorry. Well, that but... that's like the pot calling the kettle black, right? Exactly. And plus, like, if she wanted people to believe her about literally anything she says, she never would have went to the fucking White House and worked there in the first place. As an African-American lady in the United States in 2018, do you really feel like you're representing your culture and, like, how you're being oppressed by him directly by working in the White House with him? That doesn't make any sense well, to me. I
1: heard that they hired her as a favor to keep her quiet.
0: Well, she's never gonna be quiet because that fucking mouth is too big.
1: Well, she's all after the money anyway. I mean, that's really what it comes down to.
0: Do you think they slept together?
1: Ugh, I don't... Ugh. You know what? The thought of Trump doing anything but slugging along
0: is just... I don't believe it. You think he grabbed that pussy? Oh my god!
1: (laughs) girl? yuck! I'm hanging up. I gotta go. Bye! Bye.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, let's move on from that one, and let's talk about... I had a few. Can I talk about the uh, destruction of the Walk of Fame Hollywood star for Donald Trump?
1: I mean, you can, but I just feel like it's just not news.
0: It's not really news, but... There was something that came out about it, um, so his star was destroyed, and they were talking about like getting rid of it, and like the Hollywood whatever people decided that they should remove it because it's causing too much of a like hazard. But then some like fucking Trump supporter went down there and put all of these little um, stars on the Hollywood Walk of Is it called a Hollywood Walk of Fame? Yeah. Whatever. Okay. So they put all of them on there with, like, the Trump thing. And they were like, oh, let's do this and let's show them blah, blah, blah. Well, you stupid? That's how fucking Republicans think they can handle certain situations is just by, like, look what I can do.
1: It's basically, it's just basically a contest, right? Like. Yep. That's all it is to them. And it. You know, the thing about it is they're going to have a military parade that's going to cost them millions and millions of dollars, but they're not willing to increase wages. They're not willing to increase, you know, benefits for veterans. They're not willing to do anything, but they're willing to throw themselves a parade. And I just think that's... Am I shocked that they're putting more stars on the Walk of Fame? No, this is exactly their play
0: mm-hmm i found this really funny thing and i want to it's just going to be real quick i just want to read this um i'm not even going to give any context for it because it doesn't matter um trump whose unusually styled hair is believed to hide a face on the back of his head <laughs> is understood to have concealed fragments of his soul in multiple receptacles in an attempt to protect himself from defeat in the forthcoming election fragments are believed to be hidden in places as diverse as the fabric of Trump Tower, a pussy he grabbed without warning in 2003, and Mike Spence's unnaturally uh, shining white head of hair.
1: But <laughs> so basically they're comparing him to
0: Voldemort. Mm-hmm. That's what this is about. This is what... It's called Destruction of Walk of Fame star leaves Donald Trump down to his last six horcrux. Hor- horcrux? How do you say <laughs> hor- that word? Yeah. I thought it was fun.
1: That is so funny.
0: Ugh, stupid. Oh my
1: god, um, so true. I could see it. I could see... You know how they talk about, like, lizard people? Have you ever seen any of those, like, YouTube videos? Yes. Like, soap videos of, like, Eminem's facing out, and then they're like, oh yeah, Eminem's a lizard person, and like, mm-hmm. I just really think that he is.
0: Do you think he's hiding uh, another face on the back of his head?
1: Listen, I have good hair. You have good hair. (laughs) He doesn't have good hair. And I don't trust anybody who has hair like that. He's hiding something.
0: He's hiding something. His fucking wig is full of fucking (laughs) secrets. You know it is. If
1: I saw him and I could get close enough, I would snatch that weed.
0: I would, too. I would take it, I would light it on fire, and then I would run away from it. But it wouldn't burn because it's made out of something we don't, it's not even earthly.
1: Do you think that Jimmy Kimmel playing with Trump's hair played a role in getting him elected? Um,
0: no, I don't. I think that people had an issue with Jimmy Kimmel humanizing Trump no, and saying Jimmy like...
1: Fallon. It was Jimmy Fallon.
0: Was it Fallon? Yeah, it was Fallon. Yeah, it was Fallon. I was like, uh Um, No, I think people had an issue with them, like, him humanizing him and saying, like, look, this is a real guy with real emotions, like, he's funny, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think that attracted anyone from the left, from Democrats, to want to vote for him. I think that just, it basically made him look stupid and that his hair is fucking stupid.
1: Right, but i don't want to like i don't want to like get in the dirt though and like start throwing insults at trump because i feel like i'm too good for him and like i don't know i mean i just think that like he's just not right like all about everything about him isn't right
0: no i think he has something like mental like there's got to be something off well, there's got to be something he's off
1: i have like narcissistic personality disorder or so- or something along those lines
0: um, can I interject, like, as a sidebar really quick? Are we going to get the um, the CIA called on us for this podcast? I hope so.
1: <laughs> I think something to happen in my life to shake things up a little bit.
0: I'm sitting here, and we're talking about all this shit, and I'm like, um... So, what if the CIA comes to my door? Am I going to let him in or am I going to book it out the back door, shave my head on the way, and go to Mexico? Well,
1: here's. Wouldn't it be funny if like we were just sitting on Skype and we got like a. Like somebody beeped in on the other end and it was like. <laughs> Agent K from the MIB?
0: I would come on the. I'd be like. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'd be like. Caller number four, you're on the line with Zach and Jillian. What's on your mind tonight? Oh
1: my god, you're like fucking Delilah.
0: I love Delilah. She makes me feel so good about myself. Okay, so um, before we move on to your last topics, um, I wanted to say that there is a movie out right now. It's called Death of a Nation. And um, basically it's about... Not since 1860 have the Democrats so frantically refused to accept the results of a free election. So it's basically talking about how the Democrats, they don't accept President Trump and they will never accept him. Just like when um, Lincoln was their target back in 1860 and that, like, can Trump and we come together and save America for the second time? Who is going to this movie, number one? Number two, why was this movie made? And number three, it has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: But it's got a 5 out of 10 on IMDb.
0: Well, of course it does, because they're Trump supporters.
1: (laughs) I would rather see Spy Who Dumped Me than that fucking movie and i don't even-
0: i no, i would rather watch black swan and have someone cut off my eyelids than have to watch that
1: it's so funny that because i went to rotten tomatoes and it does not have anything like the zero percent but the audience score is 90 percent
0: I know, I saw that. I was like, the audience also doesn't have a brain. So, number one, I'm surprised they could even find Rotten Tomatoes. <sighs> I don't know, I'm mad about it. What's your next topic?
1: I'm out of topics. I thought we were going to talk about what happened in Lincoln today.
0: Oh, I forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me, Jillian. Zachary. Okay,
1: hold
0: on one second here. Um, so... As you guys know, because I said it at the beginning of the podcast, I'm here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, I thought he was my Facebook friend, and it turns out he's not. I guess I just follow him for some reason. I have no idea why. But anyway, I saw this guy posted a video, and it basically said this guy came into KFC and was berating us and calling our, um, I don't know the word for him, but Muhammad, calling him a rapist and a pedophile and he was talking terrible about them. So I watched the video and it's like eight minutes long. And I told Jillian that and she was like, I don't have the attention span to watch it, which let's agree, (laughs) you don't. (laughs) So basically in this video, this guy, this white guy is sitting kind of across the room from the person that's filming it, who is, I'm going to say Arab. I don't know if that's the right word. Muslim? Is Muslim maybe? I don't know. I'm sorry, but I have no idea. Anyway, the guy is talking about Muhammad and he's talking about all this stuff to do with religion. And then he gets kind of like upset because the guy that's filming it is like, hey, you need to shut up or I'm going to call the police. And the guy like keeps talking. And then the restaurant, like, Worker comes out and he's like hey if you're not gonna stop you need to leave well then he the restaurant worker goes back behind the counter and the guy stands up like on the bar of his chair and is shouting over this like glass wall and he's saying I don't want them in my country and blah 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 and then he gets down from his chair and he just walks out. And so, the guy that's filming this is on the phone with the police, and the police are basically like, What's this guy look like? Where are you guys at? Can you explain what he's saying? Like, you can tell the police are, like, taking down the information, but it's like they don't give a shit. Like, who cares? Like... This doesn't happen all the time in Lincoln. So if this is happening and I got a 911 call about this, I would instantly be like, okay, if something escalated to this point where they're like shouting, I'm going to get there as soon as possible. Yeah,
1: I mean, well, those cops have better to do.
0: Exactly. So anyway, so it ended up that the cops came and this wasn't on the video because the the video ended with the guy filming walking out and like following him down the street but I guess the police came and they said that the restaurant didn't have a right to kick him out because it was free speech and that he's like, entitled to the First Amendment free speech. And so a lot of my Facebook friends were commenting and, like, sharing the video and saying, this is a disturbance of peace, number one. Number two, if this would have been a black man or if this would have been a muslim man yelling this at white people how do you think that the cops would have reacted then
1: i mean this is just the the world that we're living in i mean this is just it i mean when your president doesn't say stop doing this i
0: mean when you're a, you're a president, encourages it, almost. That's basically what it is.
1: Well, isn't tomorrow the anniversary of Charlottesville's alt-right...
0: Oh, yeah. Where that girl was killed.
1: Yeah, where they he ran that car into the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading about that earlier.
0: That's so sad. Like... And then that brings me back to the whole guns thing. Well, if guns kill people, then why was she killed by a car? Those are the conversations I literally just cannot stand on Facebook because you get nowhere with them. It's like, okay, I get it. A car killed the woman. We understand that. But was what was a car's intention when it was made? Was it made to kill someone or was it made to transport people? what was a fork designed for? Was it made to eat, or was it made to stab someone in the eye? Like, what do you think a gun was made for? Was it made to kill, or was it made to sit on your gun rack at school, looking like a fucking hillbilly, looking at your sister and winking at her and saying, hey, you ready to go home?
1: What? (laughs) I feel like that was like an incest joke. It was. Oh, God, wrapped in, like, (laughs) I tried. You did. You really want, you really, you really did a good job.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jillian. All I ever needed was your words of support. (laughs) You know there are very few and far between. I know. Hey, do you want to talk about um, Crime Corner? Can this be Crime Corner really quick? Yeah, you want to talk about that crazy guy who stole that airplane? (laughs) <laughs> Whitney just told me about this this morning because I have not seen anything about it yet so tell me what happened
1: God. so basically this guy who like worked at the airport just decided he was gonna steal a plane he stole the plane from the sea what what is it called sea Seahawk Sea-ha- Seattle Seahawk. SeaTac? SeaTac um he stole it went on a joyride. ride um he was doing like <sighs> loops. And trying to fly close to the water and just having a grand time, he radioed in and asked where that orca whale was that like won't give up her dead baby. Oh! So that he could fly over it, but then oh my god,
0: (laughs) he crashed.
1: He crashed. Died.
0: Listen, here's what I'm afraid of. I haven't talked. What?
1: I want to hear about your fears because I love that. But <laughs> he, you know that he didn't have any like flight training. He learned how to fly a plane through video games. <laughs> and
0: this is why all video games need to be banned. <laughs> They're just as dangerous as guns. I know. And Marilyn Manson, we got to take him off. We can't have him on the radio anymore. Oh my God. What's your biggest fear? that I haven't talked to my dad for a while and I don't know if it was him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna call him and be like, Dad, are you in a plane? Where are you going? Have you been to Seattle? (laughs) Have you been to Seattle lately? No, that would be, like, obviously it's against the law and, like, I don't agree with it, but come on. Wouldn't that be kind of fun to steal a plane and, like, fucking ride around in it? Like, can you imagine if you and I were to (laughs) hop into a plane and I was the pilot and you were my co-pilot? Can you imagine? We would get on those headsets and we'd be like, Thank you for tuning in to Lives in Circulation. (laughs)
1: Listen, here's the deal with that is that I would hope that number. Well, number one, we wouldn't be able to get the plane off the ground because (laughs) because we're too heavy and we don't know what we don't play enough video games. We would have to push the
0: pretzel cart into the cockpit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It would just be us driving the plane around the airport, like I know.
0: All I can imagine is me steering the fucking Boeing 737 or whatever, 747, and you pouring pretzels into my mouth as I'm trying to fucking figure out how to lift this bitch off of the fucking (laughs) tarmac. And then once we get in the air, we fucking nose dive into the ocean.
1: (laughs) It would literally be, like, us in the air, and then us in the ocean. That's it. it we wouldn't, like, wouldn't even fly for longer than five minutes.
0: And then they would try to come out and, like, arrest us, and we would be out standing on top of the plane, and we'd be dancing. <laughs> Listen, That's I want to fun. do this. Let's do it i want to go where should we we should i will meet you in chicago we'll do it there oh god that was funny talk about the cia coming for us because now we're threatening to steal a plane (laughs) let's just steal betsy devos's fucking yacht
1: i'm afraid of large bodies of water have i ever told you about this
0: You told me about how you almost drowned while Michelle was taking a picture of you.
1: (laughs) That did happen, but I, like, have, like, a fear of, like, the ocean.
0: Why, because it's so big?
1: Yeah, because we know less about the ocean than we do about space. That's true. I don't know what's in there.
0: I don't know. Probably my grandma. She's probably swimming around, saying, "Come on, I'm, feed me."
1: The only thing I'm hundred percent sure of is that that necklace from Titanic is somewhere in there. But that's all I know for sure.
0: <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> in the fucking door, move up, chumps.
1: <laughs> what else can we oh, talk shit. about? Completely gone off topic
0: well we're at 50 minutes so i think we did really good um should we end with like a mental health update what 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 should we do with that
1: yeah i mean we can talk about mental
0: health what's going on with you um so july was fucking terrible i ran out of zoloft for a week and so i just didn't take it and then i was like oh yeah i should probably get that refilled so by the time I got that refilled, I felt like I was literally losing my mind. I was ready to go to the crisis center. I was ready to just sit in the corner, eat 400 tacos and just be done with it. But then I t- I started taking my Zoloft again and it like I could tell it was helping a little bit, but it was nowhere near where it was when I was taking it on the rig. So I call my fucking psychiatrist, who you know I don't really like, and I was like, Hey, um, this isn't working like it was before. And she was like, okay, well, go ahead and double the dose. What? So, so right now, I'm on double the dose, and I'm feeling good. I'm ready to do the podcast. I'm going to get my videos up on YouTube, and I'm probably going to build a house tonight.
1: Well, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I can always tell when something's not right because you're, like, quiet. Like, you don't have video, you don't post videos,
0: you're Mm -hmm. real argumentative. (laughs) <laughs> it's true. It is true. So, so yeah, but but I'm I feel okay. I'm uh it's just the anxiety is so good right now like as far as it not being as bad as it was. So, I'm good. How are you doing?
1: I'm okay. I mean, I'm still taking like my Seroquel because I have bipolar disorder. So, here's what happens. So, I I ran out of meds because when I when I moved to Ohio, I didn't find a new psychiatrist right away because I didn't think that I would have such a hard time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, fucking wrong. <laughs> when you move to a major city, it's not as easy as it was when you live in Lincoln, Nebraska.
0: hmm
1: So I ran out of my meds, so I had to go to this, like, clinic and, like, get them again. And I'm doing good now, but I'll tell you what. I can never be unmedicated again.
0: I remember, I don't know if you were unmedicated, but when I was talking to you on the phone that one time and you were just like, I'm done. I was like, me too. Yeah, I,
1: I, I mean, when I'm unmedicated, I cannot see any hope. Like, I, I'm the same way. I don't know how, yeah. I mean, I just am so negative. Like, somebody could hand me $1,000 and I'd be like, thanks, but it would have been better if it
0: was $1,100. Yeah, oh my god, I'm the same way. Where I'm like, I see no motivation to get out of bed. There's no reason to go out and do anything. If I, like, if someone were to tell me, oh, if you get out of bed and you go make this YouTube video and then you upload it, you'll get 4 billion views and you'll get $4,000. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Because right now, all I want to do is lay in bed and mope. Yeah. It's so bad. And that's something like so many people don't understand it because, and obviously there are a lot of people that don't understand it because they don't deal with it in their lives. But it's like, I'm trying to open the door and tell people to come in and view what it's like from my side. Because when I'm sitting at work some days, I get into this funk where I'm like, okay, It's almost the same way as it would be if someone was like getting sick because I start to feel like physically ill. Like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to be here. There's no reason for me to be here because what does it matter? And those thoughts, those like constant thoughts are always running through my mind when I'm in that sort of state. And that's what I want people to understand.
1: Well, I know for me, because I have bipolar disorder and depression is I can always tell when things are getting bad because I have the temperament of a two-year-old child. Like, mm-hmm. I can go from being so happy to being the nastiest person. And, like, I feel so bad for my wife because she takes up the, the big brunt of it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. she she could literally be sitting there and I would be like, can you stop breathing? You are... Breathing. <laughs> yeah. Like... And I just lose my mind. like. And she's just so good at being like, you crazy, like, okay, you yeah. know, I'll stop breathing, but, you know, it's not going to make me <laughs> feel any better.
0: I know. I know, I'm the same way. But I also, like, when I get into those weird, like, f- like head spaces, then that's when I'm like, not, I don't want to talk to anyone. Like, I just want to be left alone. I want to sit on the couch and watch tv or when i want to lay in bed and not do anything and that's like the worst because that's when you need to be talking to people
1: did you um did you do you ever get manic
0: oh my god yes
1: that's my favorite state to be in
0: yeah me too
1: but like the good manic
0: The good manic, not the bad, because I get, I go from being on the top of the roller coaster to being six feet under really quick.
1: See, I'm not, I can always tell when I'm getting manic, because I like to shop, I like to go out to eat, I have a great time, and then two days later I'm just like at the lowest low.
0: Me too. Oh my God, me too. Remember when I was going to the psychiatrist and she was telling me that I was too happy? Yeah. That's when I was manic. Like I was like, I remember the day she told me the first time she told me that I was driving to my appointment and it was sunny out. And I'm like, this is the fucking greatest day ever. Like I'm going to go home. I'm going to do all this shit. I have so much going for me. And then we adjusted my medication, and the next time I came to her, I was like, this is the end. Like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I just want this to be over. I'm sorry. I know that that's not what you want to hear. But, yeah, that's terrible. I fucking hate it.
1: I wish I could be manic all all the time.
0: Like, the The good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Like, after I'm through my manic episode, like, once I go through being really, really high and then I hit that low point, once I even out, I feel normal.
0: Once I get out of the low point and I go back to the normal point, that's when I'm like, okay, this is what you're going to be. Feel like this is what you should feel like but then when I get to that high high, I'm like oh this is good this is great and I don't even really notice it until like a few days later when I'm like laying in bed and I'll be like why can't I get out of bed like why on Saturday was I running around the house naked yelling I'm a big beautiful woman like what's going on
1: I mean the only thing I can describe becoming like high manic as is like when you're on a roller coaster and you can hear the machine, like, clicking on your way up, that's how I think about it. Mm-hmm. And I know it. I know when it's coming.
0: Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if I know when it's coming, because sometimes it'll just, like, hit, and that's when I'll be, like, ready to do everything.
1: Yeah. Mine's more of, like, a slow up to take yeah well
0: yeah so but that's that's good what this
1: this conversation is that we're trying to normalize these conversations and make them feel and make people realize that it's not something to hide you know it's all normal millions of people have these issues if you are having issues seek help there's help available. I know that sometimes there's stigma on these medications, but if you find the right thing and it works for you, it only gets better.
0: Exactly. And if you need to talk to someone, you can reach out to me or Jillian, because we're always here to talk to you guys. Um, I would say the biggest thing you can do is just talk to someone about it, just like you said. Um, But yeah, I think it's good to tie in mental health, especially with what we're dealing with with this administration and Trump and all the shit that's going terrible, but yeah, so I think we'll continue having these conversations. I
1: wish Trump would email me about his mental disorders because I think he's got a bucket full.
0: I do too. I wonder what medication he is on.
1: Probably really good stuff. Probably. Or probably nothing at all because he's manic all the time.
0: You know what? I don't care. Next episode... Tune back in. We're going to be talking about guns. We're going to be talking about guns in schools and teachers having guns, bulletproof backpacks. Yeah, we're also do, going to be. Let's do a back of school episode. Let's do that. And let's also talk about. What else can we talk about?
1: Well, I'm sure something crazy will happen this week. <laughs>
0: I'm sure it will. I think it's awesome. So, um. That was our first episode. I hope you guys liked it. I hope you guys will come back. I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, I really hope that you'll leave us a review and at least give us some feedback, whether you liked it or not, and tell us what you liked or what you didn't like. And I hope that you stick around, because I feel like this is going to be a good podcast and it's actually going to (laughs) work. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, thank you guys for listening. Again, my name is Zach Duden. My name is Jillian Boname. And this is Lies in Circulation. Bye. Bye. Let's go.